This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome back to the One Was Had a Dream podcast. We are back from our Christmas holidays. We've had uh, too many sweets, too much turkey. We are back to chat Wimbledon. Uh, Happy New Year to all our listeners. Uh, I hope you, everyone had a good Christmas period and a good New Year. But uh, the number one AOC Wimbledon podcast is back. Myself, Lee Finch, and I am joined by the one and only Danny Baker. Danny Baker, how are we? Good Christmas. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year. Too much sweets, too much food. Mate, it's still going, isn't it? It's... What's your cutoff point? Do you have a cutoff point, or is it one of those ones where it's, when it's all gone, that's the start of the when it's all new gone. you? Yeah, when it's all gone, I'm still going for it now. We booked way too much, so we went done a Costco run just before Christmas. Oh well, yeah, I remember the famous Costco run. Yeah, loads yeah, of yeah. toilet rolls, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, for hundreds <laughs> of toilet rolls. So we've got loads of, but like literally, we got chocolate still. And the problem I got with. I love Christmas, right? Well, I, don't, I hate Christmas. No, you don't. You hate Christmas. You absolutely hate Christmas. I hate Christmas. Lee Grinch. But I love the chocolates and all the sweets and everything you yeah. get at Christmas. So my missus always makes sure I get a massive selection box. And I mean one of the big, big ones. So I'm still going for it. But all the like the quality streets, the roses, the tins of heroes. But why do they put so many crap ones in? I know. At and the that, moment, and that, we've got and that's a tin of quality off. street. And all it's got is like the caramel. Penny. Yeah, the toffee penny or, or the oh, fudge. Yeah. Don't want them. The problem, the problem I have, I'm exactly the same. I was like, I've got to like the New Year's Day, and I was like, right, okay, you know, I'm, I don't want to be. I was like, no, I'm not going to be that bloke who just goes, it's got to be on New Year's Day. I was like, when it's all gone, and I was just thought we're over it. And my wife's just put in front of me loads of these bloody chocolatey things. I was like, oh, for God's sake! And like, <laughs> do you know when you feel proper sluggish? I'm there, but no, Christmas was good. Um, like I said, it it was sort of a weird one. Um combination of of loads of food catching up loads of family 
obviously the little one running around like mental. So it's that kind of balance between yeah. you want to kind of chill out, but you kind of almost like poor Dolly. I was like, you're going to go and see them. You're then going to go and see them. And, and it was the, kind of almost passing the parcel. It's a proper over sensory forum as well. Like they, yeah. like my seven year old is gone. He's gone mental because he's father Christmas come, loads of presents. Do you know what I mean? Loads of chocolate, loads of, Stuff he shouldn't be eating, staying up late. Do you know what I mean? He's only gone back to school this week, and uh, yeah, he's yes. And we got I got three of them, mate. A two year old who's like just runs around anyway, like a maniac. But when he talks to you about Christmas dinner, yes, mate, go on, loving that. One, right? Are you Huge. how many meats do you have? Or are you a nut roast man now? Because obviously, uh, well, I am very, very woke these days, so yeah. I normally, you know, I'm looking after you know, just stop oil, all that lot. Um. We normally, controversial, straight off the bat, no turkey. What? No turkey. Not interested. It's far too bland, rubbery, and it, you don't eat it any other time of year. Not doing it. Not not entertaining it. So dis- we are normally beef, gammon, and chicken. So we're three. We're, th- we're, three, we're three meat baker. Now, what's right. going on in the Grinch's house? So I only eat chicken or turkey. That's, that, that's if you don't include... I only eat chicken. So the, pigs and blankets and stuff like that. But six, I'm 42 years old, and six All months right. ago was the first time I had ever had roast beef. Are you joking? <laughs> You've not had roast beef and you're 42 years old. What's the matter with you? I only eat chicken and turkey on a roast dinner. And... Well, you would never have... You've never been to a carvery then? Yeah, yeah, but I only have the chicken or turkey. And if oh, they don't, that's, your, have, that's like, a why, why are you not having beef? Don't like... Because no one in this country does it good. I don't eat steak either, do I? So, what do you mean you don't eat steak? I don't eat steak. <laughs> I have burgers, and that's it. I won't you're, eat steak. You're, you've lost a butt, mate. <laughs> people you've think it's mad butt. when I explain to people; they don't get it. Like my mates, literally, they say I've got the like I've got the eating of a fourteen-year-old boy. Like, am I having turkey twizzlers? Sounds on, like you <laughs> Christmas dinner, like a two-year-old boy. But I'm I'm turkey. My missus turkey gammon. Yeah, okay. I know. Gammon, gammon is 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 absolutely but taken. Are over you Yorkshire puddings? Yes. I'm ten Yorkshire puddings. I go. I have ten, ten. Ten. Do you put all the meat in the Yorkshire pudding? Have it like yeah. A I was just about to say. So I have five that I make little like Yorkshire pudding kind of wrap things with. Like so, a okay. bit of meat, bit of gravy, bit of swede is underrated as well on a Christmas dinner. Ooh. Love a bit of swede. Bit of okay. Swede. Well, I, I can cope with uh, it. Parsnips as long as they're done mash. well. Uh, yeah. Parsnips. I was fuming this Christmas though. Fuming. My mother-in-law forgot to put the stuffing on. So there's no stuffing on just, my Christmas dinner. I'm not bothered about it. What? Overrated, totally overrated stuff. Stuffing's not overrated. You're an idiot, oh, mate. You're a clown. I'm, I'm having. Yeah, everyone's gonna have a gut meat for never having roast beef, but you're not having stuffing. You're no, just pudding, a... bit of turkey, bit of uh, stuffing, maybe a bit of sweet, cut up a carrot, put that in. Bit of. Do you gravy. have pigs and blankets? Obviously. Yeah, but that's something you said that meat you only have. But do you have the small ones turkey. or do you have normal pigs and blankets? No, I just go small. Yeah. No, no, big one, big sausage, like butcher sausage wrapped in a bacon. Wrapped in bacon. Yeah, about three of them. It's a bit this is why I'm about 17 stone as well. Uh, but for me, I have five spare Yorkshire puddings and then my own cup mug of gravy and a dip. So you have dip. 10 Yorkshire puddings, right? Yep. Five on the plate. Yep. You make them into some gourmet Finch Parisian cafe wrap. vibe. Yeah, yep. yeah. There's a great place in York, by the way. If you ever go there, they do Yorkshire Yorkshire pudding wraps. I'll oh. take the missus to Harrogate next year. She'll love it. Go yep. and see him while you're there. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you have like a little cup and you just dip the Yorkshires as you go. Yeah. Okay. Well, the best thing for me, I think, always, and you're going to go, shut up. I don't, I'm not bothered about pudding, right? You can part that. 
I like to have when everyone's sort of snacking a roast beef and mustard sandwich. Yeah, I like that as well, but I can still a do a bit dessert. of gravy. No, no. I think, I'll have I a turkey. Desserts. I'll have a turkey horseradish sandwich. Turkey and horseradish. Yeah, it's nice. That's absolutely cosmopolitan. But I'm dessert man, obviously, as well. Are you actually, though? Chocolate log. Well, that's Yule box, log. That's Jason Yule log. I, I, my Yule log's Boxing Day, to be fair, when I'm yeah, sat on the toilet. Is. But yeah, uh, is, yeah. no, chocolate log, salted caramel, cheesecake, uh, double chocolate cheesecake. I have a... multiple cheesecakes. Mate, Do you cheese have Christmas pudding? No, it's disgusting. No, no, I don't think. I think there are, I don't. Mint spice not for me either. Yeah, no, I'd, I'll, I'm t- I'll tolerate them. Oh, you know the best, the best. Uh, oh, this is the best dessert ever. And I, every year, even my my ex wife's mum used to make it for me as well. And now my oh, wife okay. makes it for me. Be through, lad. No, no, no. You know bird's eye? Bird's eye? Bird's eye yeah. or birds? The trifle. What you know the one you make at home? About? You know the it's, one you make at home? It's about a million years old. You can't yeah, yeah. trifle. But You're trifling, problem, mate. The You're problem trifling. is I used, to, I used to have two. I used to have one, because, and I mean they're, they're massive bowl of it. I mean a big one. Right. Boxing day. I forgot I had it. Got it out. She's falling asleep. I'm watching us get beat by Sutton. Are you still talking about the trifle here? Yeah. <laughs> And I'm smashing this truck. I ate the whole thing, mate. And it, it feeds like five people. What, boxing? What, watching women and something? Yeah. God almighty. You need more than that. I'll try, the bird's eye truffle, uh, trifle is the bird's best eye or birds. And it ain't no real fruit. It's got nothing in it. It's just got jelly, these sponge fingers, custard, Basically, cream. stuff that is all the terrible <laughs> stuff. In it goes. And then the chocolate sprinkles. That is. And the, the chocolate dessert. sprinkles. Yeah. No fruit. Forget the fruit. But I'm Christmas Eve over New Year's Eve. Yes. I mean, to be honest with you, New Year's Eve was, we watched a film and we was going to watch Hoot and Annie and the Sugar Babes came on and then some other random bloke. Did you watch that with Jules Holland? Yeah, I'm not a big fan of it now. Or, now I, mean, I it found really, out really it cool. weren't live and it was filmed in July. Kind of put me That's off a bit. July. It is. It's not filmed in July, Lee. It is. It might, it might, it might be filmed in October, November. It is not July. It's around about July. All right. I'm telling you now, it's not July. Wait, wait. But... I'm, I, when I was younger, New Year's Eve was okay, but I've always Christmas Eve. Always loved going to the pub Christmas Eve. Everyone's festive. Everyone's in a good mood. There's always a random who moved away miles and then come home for Christmas. And you're like, ah, oh, you're doing your new right? Yeah, and it's nice. And New Year's Eve is all. I always felt that Christmas Eve is going out. New Year's Eve is always house parties. Yeah, I, I thought that that's few. kind of. I was working New Year's Eve. I was taking people to house parties. Oh yeah. People dressed up like the Gatsby's and all that. Uh, not having that fancy dress. Not having it. Disappointing. But anyway, but yeah. Apart from there, we just did like yeah, a bit of food, a bit of games. I opened a few presents. It kept opening presents because Dolly kept getting loads of stuff. And lo and behold, it's what January the fourth, and we're living the dream. So well, Christmas, should we talk about? I was going to say living the dream. Wumbles? What did we say? We wanted fifteen points. Well, there was fifteen points up for grabs. Yeah. What games are we talking about here? We're not talking well, Salford, are we? I'm, I'm presuming it's Salford. Salford. Oh, I reckon it's Salford. It's no, it can't be. It's got to be Salford, Crawley, Sutton, Sutton, Colchester, Colchester, Forest Green Rovers, Forest Green. Yeah, five. Yeah, no. fifteen. We, we, yeah, I went up to Salford. Points. I went up to Salford. All right, okay, good. Good. We battered them. Should have won three or four nil. And it's been really annoying since because they've been absolutely smashed by everyone who's yeah. played them since. Tranmere beaten five one. Own their manager gets sacked. I think they lost three nil the other day away. Yeah, so that was annoying. I think we absolutely battered Salford. Destroyed them. Great place, Manchester, though. If you've never been, go up there. It's really good. Had a, a good bit of food up there. Went to a man, man, proper Mank pub. Old school, proper boozer. Where Oasis uh, had some photos done outside. My boy, big Oasis fans. So we went in there. He loved it. 
Uh, yeah, we should have picked three points up there. Then we've what? Who was it after that? Crawley. Well, we Crawley. beat Portsmouth. Yeah, but Portsmouth. That was a good game. We battered, we battered them. That was a really good game of football. Did you fly over to, to Spain to watch it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Got whole Christmas period I was over there. I was working. I went I went to the Crawley game. How about this, right? First time I've ever seen like football hooliganism and an AFC Wimbledon game. Like a proper, proper lively. We've obviously won the game 2-1. Dad's in the away end. I'm sitting with a mate of mine who's a Crawley fan, so I was sitting in the posh seats, if you like. Came out, got in the car. You know you got the weird underpass, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so got you, we came, imagine the away fans leaving, under the underpass, and you can go up the hill, and on the right there's a pub. Me and my dad are just parked on the left. Got the car, moved it out, and lo and behold, we're just pulling up, and all of a sudden there's like 50 Crawley fans on the left chucking bottles at Wimbledon fans. One policeman in the middle, the classic, you know, if he wasn't here, you'd be dead. One guy. Oh, the, started, the wall, the invisible wall was up, was it? One guy sort of steamed over to try and start a fight, and a police officer batted him on the legs, and that was it. Me and my dad were literally right sitting in there the was, middle of it, and they were rucking either side. There was some stuff on Twitter, weren't there, of some something happening where uh, <laughs> they are an old, very an old man hard. got an old man got hit at the station or something. I don't know the ins and outs. I of don't it, know. But... It, it seems to be like quite a they're they're pushing for a rivalry of some sort. And again, it was near Christmas, etc. But we played well there. We well, the first hour, we were brilliant, and then stupid, the referee lost stupid his head. Send, he was awful, the ref. But stupid sending. I mean, off. Joe Lewis. Joe Lewis's were two yellows for me. The second yeah. one was fifty-fifty, but the first one was definitely second, yellow. Second one, I, I, it's a foul, and but I think a warning could have been enough to say, look, you're in the book already. One more, and you're off. Do you know I mean, mean but... Crawley were absolutely minging for the first half an hour. Obviously, yeah, but people keep saying this. Everyone scores. we play, everyone keeps saying how bad the team are. Get like we'll come on to Colchester later, but everyone says how bad the other team were against. Like Salford were really bad, but is it not they're bad? We're just really good. No, Crawley were absolutely. The, the biggest thing is, and I think you mentioned it over Christmas. There's this weird obsession with teams trying to play out the back. Like, it does it's like, I don't understand what you're doing when you're not good enough to do this and you're playing in League Two because your players can't do this effectively well enough. So what are you doing? Like I, I just I, I can understand it. it if you're say go through the leagues, you're an Ipswich, you're doing it and they're flying Leicester. You go down into League One or whoever, I don't know, even Bolton or something like that, and you're doing it, you're flying. Stockport, if they're playing out from the back and they're passing it around <laughs> and they're they're doing it and they're winning games. But if you're Mid-table or down near the bottom of the league. Why are you trying to play out from the back at League Two level when you haven't got the as you said? And it it just it, it makes me laugh because I just think it's just craziness. Really, I prefer the old Wimbledon style. I prefer I hate saying it Liverpool style. Get the ball up just into their other half as quickly I mean, as possible. Crawley and try were score so goals. they were so poor and they were trying like to play it. I was like, why are you doing this? Like, mm. just play it in the corners. Play in their half. They had a really quick. Forward, young lad, he was the guy from Gateshead who I actually thought we would be interested in. Campbell, is it? Um, but he did nothing. But they kind of, we obviously had the sending off and then they got a decent goal and then all of a sudden, and that that looked like, that now is a quite a decent result if you think about Crawley, how they're playing. Yeah. Um, but obviously from Crawley, we go to Sutton. Oh, ouch. What is that it team. With, what is it with playing Sutton at Christmas that we just turn into, because some people were really annoyed that Johnny gave him the Christmas day off. And also the fact that we moved the Crawley game to a Friday to give us that extra rest. 
they had Christmas off. And I don't know if you heard talks about the other day, Dean Saunders. He talks a lot of nonsense, to be fair to him, Dean Saunders. But he was saying the best time to play teams sometimes is around Christmas because some players won't have the the, the mentality to not leave the turkey or the sweets. And they will overindulge without realising. Do you know what I mean? We look like we overindulged on Christmas Day. We look leggy. We look lethargic. We look like like we had like even Jake Reeves and people like that looked like they had a bucket of heroes. Do you know what I mean? And they just looked awful. We're Crawley, not, not Crawley, Sutton not though, done number. Yeah, but Sutton basically tried to spoil the game. Did that really, really well. Pressed quickly. And then we just played to exactly to their game. We just hoofed the ball long, yep. hoping for a second ball yep. against two massive centre backs who did that all day. I like good life. I think he's decent. And I thought their centre ball was good. He won everything. Absolutely everything. And we, it's the goal I... is absolutely pony to concede. Yeah, it's really bad. Isn't it? I mean, it's a rubbish goal to concede. We never really, we had opportunities here and there, but, we, you know, we, we played on that. We deserve to lose. We were, For me, we were I, I thought we looked at it as we've got Bugle. Let's play Bugle like he would play for Sutton. Just go long to him, try and get flicks, and Ali will use his pace to get him behind. Yeah. And it just didn't work. And I just, yeah, I wasn't, yeah, as I said, it looked like I don't. I, the Christmas Day stuff don't really bother me too much because, you know what I mean. We played well against Crawley. We've been putting in performances, and, and it and and the good thing is we we move on pretty quickly from it. But yeah, it was against them. And the funny thing is, Sutton celebrated like they won the trophy, and then they go. Oh on my lose. god! They go on to lose I mean, the next but, game. But, but again, but did you them, see? You know, they're bottom of the league, and they needed. A yeah, point I get that. But did you see all this? They're trying really hard as well to make a rivalry with us. Do you see some of their fans after the Real Dons TV? A couple of the do guys we, are doing Do you think we need a rival? Do you think we need like a... No. Nah. What I mean by that, though, is to take away from the uh, the MK nonsense. Do we feel like we almost could do with channeling our energy somewhere else? Because ultimately, mm-hmm. the MK game, people are going to turn into a rival. We don't really want that, do we? But the, the problem with Sutton, I've got, is they used to give us free tickets to fill their ground. So don't start trying to give it all the bigger now. And also, your your second bottom going, going down, you're going to be relegated going non-league. You probably won't get out of non-league again. No, they won't. So, uh, so don't give it all the bigger. You won. I get it. You're bottom of the league. You got you got spanked eight 0 a couple of weeks ago when we were up at Salford drawing nil nil. But just yeah, like all their fans after the game trying to give it to two lads who have got a, a mic in their hands and recording. Do you know what I mean? Just, yeah, I it saw was that. that was One of them's wearing a Chelsea tracksuit. It's like you're giving it. Do you know what I mean? It's like how bad has Chelsea got now that their I fans mean, are coming Sutton and giving it to Wimbledon? Do you feel there's like um, a growth of like junior aggro, or is this just too isolated? Case? I'm not sure it's junior aggro. Like my boy, he's fourteen. He wears, he wants to wear Stone Island. He wants to wear CP Company. He listens to Oasis. He's bought a record player. He's bought no MS, records. no. <laughs> no listens, oasis no listens to all that he wears the adidas trainer like i love adidas so i got him into that if you saw him and you looked at him you think oh he's trying to be a football hooligan the kid's soft as anything do you know what i mean i just i think it's just i think it's just swings and roundabouts with everything as in the fashion the, of the day is it the football culture the music culture and stuff like that it's just coming back round. like there is no real good indie music out and about nowadays. Do you know what I mean? It's all crap music. So they're all listening but to there the old stuff we used to. People are, it is coming back on TikTok about getting the badge in and that sort of stuff. It's kind of... Yeah, like, did you see the video of Oldham and Salford? There was one Salford fan on the train or something. He was trying to close the door. There was about 13 Oldham fans going at him. 
but none of them stepped over the mark and hit it. Do you know what I mean? Where that invisible wall again, the invisible brick wall yeah. was stopping them from moving. We're back in the day when I was growing up, Dan, and you, I've seen West Brom fans beat the living crap out of Birmingham fans on the station yeah. right in front of me using the uh, the what the hammers that you know, the hammer that you yeah, get on the train to exactly. break the glass. They were beating the crap out of some geezer with one of them. I was about 18, 19, thinking, what the hell is going on here? The thing nowadays, it's all bravado, it's all hold me back. Well, the thing with the, the Crawley game right, is they're all kicking off with their phones in the air. <laughs> like, they're like, come on. And they're like filming and they're filming themselves like, let's have it. And it's like, oh, mate, really? Like, yeah, a lot, it was a lot either, of it like... just wants to be on Twitter and they want to put it on social yeah. media and go, look, we run Wimbledon and stuff like that. And it's like, well, do you know what I mean? And it's just, yeah, it's not a lot of it's a nonsense. Again, I, I just think the culture of football is just going around. There's a lot of hard times for people nowadays. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. With everything that's going on with like everything in the world and, and and going to football and shouting at another fan is probably the best way to do it for some people. Uh, yeah, I, I try and tell him to, I, I tell my boy, you've got this co consequences. And someone should have told me this when I was growing up. We, we had a good time going up, to be fair, watching Wimbledon home and away. Uh, but there is consequences and there's a lot of cameras nowadays and you get nicked at football. You're treated as one of the worst criminals in the world nowadays. Yeah, football. you are, yeah, yeah. Football fans are treated like criminals don't get involved because one day you maybe want to get a decent job or something. It might come back and bite you in, in the arse. It's Just only once, isn't it? It's only once you can get in. And I, don't, I don't know. Like, as I said, as long as no punches are thrown and stuff, and it's a bit of banter. I don't like Salford. There was one geezer in the Salford, and he just kept throwing up the wanker sign constantly, shouting out loads of stuff. And it's like, mate, you're watching your tip Salford get battered every week. I just pipe down, just don't even say anything. And we were just having a laugh. There was women and one woman and fan, he older boy, he was just jumping up and down on their metal metal stand, making loads of noise, and they were all taking the piss out of him. He's living his best life. Like, just leave him alone for five minutes. But I said, I, I'll have a go at fans. We, where we sit in our block, we always take the mickey out of them. It's banter back and forth. But I think that gets the atmosphere going. It gets people up. They score, they give it to us. We score, we give it to them. After the game, you just disappear and go on your own way. I mean, football is definitely better with uh, with noise and with, with energy between the two sets of fans, yeah. without doubt. Um, well, it's, it's like interesting. Yeah. I, I watched one the other day about boxing. They're saying about boxing, you know, like in Vegas, in here, in this country, with the boxing, the atmosphere is amazing. They put on one of the best cards I've seen the other day with uh, what's his name? Uh, yeah, the one in Wilder. Yeah, yeah Saudi Arabia. It's in Saudi, good, yeah. and Saudi want to be the boxing mecca of the world now. There's no one there. There's not, not a pin drop. It's not the boxing mecca. It's just mecca. Mecca's there. <laughs> but it's, it's just, not, just a mecca. It is just. There's no noise. There's no atmosphere. And it's quite boring to watch then, just watching boxing. Do you know what I mean? People want the atmosphere. It's like anything. People want the atmosphere of any sport. So, yeah. It's... Which is interesting where, well, why though, in many ways, a lot of the football fan is almost bottom of the list of priorities. You think the one thing that you want to do that makes it better is the crowd going absolutely balmy. And like Newcastle in the Champions League, the best thing was just how noisy well... and how passionate they are. But they kind of want to subdue that. It's a bit of an odd... It's an mad, odd yeah. Circle. And as I said, we're, we're, football fans are treated like criminals, like really bad criminals. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. it's mad to me that you can, you, you can go... You, people have been sentenced for, for like years for not even throwing a punch and stuff. Like, But you look at the Newcastle-Sunderland thing. Do you see Newcastle-Sunderland today? They yeah, I've out, seen that today. When Newcastle-Sunderland have painted their hospitality boxes in Newcastle colours and put Newcastle stuff up. But why, though? Because they've got Newcastle Hospitality coming in and they think it's so a they're good kind of making them welcoming well. welcome in. But it's like, that's your biggest rivalry is that you hate. A guy punched a horse last time you played him. 
you know what I mean? Do you remember that? <laughs> geezer? See, we don't. I don't recommend that. I don't recommend no, going no, and punching no. a horse in front of a load of old bill. And if you are, but a really horrible see, horse. To do again, it. the other day, Stevenage played. Who's are they playing? They were playing at home, and the lights went out. I've never seen so many old bill for a, for that game. There was literally the whole constabulary was out. Twenty police cars, twenty police vans. The electric went out. They called off the game. Everyone had to go back to the station. It's like, what did they think was going to happen? Do you yeah. know what I mean? It just, it, it just blows my mind a little bit. And Wimbledon fans, we do get treated quite badly, I believe, by... Really? Not, not so much the the stewards now are spot on. I love the stewards now. They're really good. Get involved. Well, ours, We've had this before, remember? We had yeah, this yeah, before. Yeah. We had this previously about the stewards were really bang out of they're line. They're definitely better than... They are class yeah. now. Where we are sitting, they are class. They get involved. They talk to you. They say hello. They know our names now. And that's how we... That's good. Do you know what I mean? They don't... They're not going to let us go steaming over, but yeah, talk. But our police... They 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 want us. I think they want you to kind of step the line, so they can kind of get that mark. I don't know if they get commission or something, but it's uh yeah. I, I hate that. I just hate the way football fans get treated. They get treated like animals. I mean, I don't. I don't think they overly help themselves, but uh, particularly Wimbledon fans. We, there can't be loads of Aggie Wimbledon fans, and I would have thought when a club know Wimbledon are coming to town, I think they probably are more relaxed. I would think. We're, we're more aggy with each other uh, if you go on trip yeah. and stuff than we are you know, and I just think it's mad like nowadays like me as I said to you before we could have a conversation in a pub and we could moan our heads off about it but you go on Twitter and say something and that's it people just get invited it's like people are like oh, I can't believe you're moaning you're moaning about this mate don't just don't follow me then or just don't yeah, comment of course, yeah. just read something else I just don't it's like politics and everything at the moment then you got Something to say, people just think it's it's that old Ricky Gervais joke, isn't it? That yeah, well, he ain't gone down too well with his latest thing. Which, but that Ricky Gervais joke that uh, James Corden stole, it's like going into town and seeing a billboard saying guitar lessons. Yeah, yeah, and then ringing a the geezer up, going, "I don't want guitar lessons." It's like, well, it ain't for just just ignore it, like. And people have to comment on it as well. I've seen some stuff on Twitter today about our fans moaning that Wrexham sold out, and it's like, why have you got even mentioned that? Do you know what I mean? Just, yeah, yeah. Leave it. It is what it is. Well, but... What did you make of Let's move on then. What do you think of the Colchester game? I felt, I actually thought, by Good. the way, Quality. I thought they, they I actually that. think Colchester weren't bad either. I first thought half. they played well. I mean, they scored three goals against us. I mean, yeah, they but... conceded five, but first we, half, they, they were, were decent. decent. They yeah. were decent. Second half, they were absolutely awful, though. And you yeah, can tell yeah, they just that. stopped playing for, I don't know what he said to them at half time, but we've all been there with the managers. You think what's he said to him at half time and they've come out a totally different team. Well but... he's gone now and they've just appointed the Cowley brothers, haven't they? Yeah, great, great appointment that is for Yeah, for like them. Colchester. That's a stunning appointment. Uh because they'll stay up this year and then they'll might kick on next. Uh I'm, yeah, I just think Colchester, we needed that bounce back. Last year, year before that, we wouldn't have done. We'd have lost to Colchester. Yeah, agree, yeah. We'd have drawn to Forest Green in the piss down of rain, and we would have got yeah, and people would have, it would have gone. But we needed a bounce back. We did. Uh yeah, it, what who scored again? I can't remember the five goals. Davison got a couple. Davison's got goals. A couple. Oh, Davison, Davison. Look, I've been very critical of Davison. I was very critical after Salford of Davison. He looks bang on it. He looks really like he could. He's got eight goals this season. I think people forget that as well. So yeah, but even people on, like on that though, don't you feel though, with with and again not to criticise him at all, but Al Hamadi does a lot of that work. Al Hamadi against Colchester went down the line, crossed it for Davison. He scores the second one, a good goal, Davison. And yeah, Davison did well with Ali. I just, I don't feel Davison without Ali is going to be any great shakes, but we're going to find out. Yeah, but, but I don't think Bugle without Ali is any great shakes. 
You put but Davison and Bugle together and they, they struggled but, previously. But Bugle, when though, Ali was out. Bugle, though, is playing more defensive than Ali. He's playing more as so a, he's a, a number deeper. 10 now. That's it, which is which is a really odd way round because normally you'd have the fulcrum guy. Yeah, but I think the they tried 10. Davison as that number 10 and realised that he can't do it. They tried Pell no, as the, the number 10 and the number 9 and realised they couldn't do it. They put Davison up front with Ali and gone, well, Ali's going to do all the work. Ali creates something mad. I can't. I don't know the stats, but Arash put it out the other week. The, the goal... The thing I've got with Ali, and I love Ali, and I think he's brilliant, he'll, he'll make us a lot of money, but you can never criticise Ali. And he's, natural, he's not a natural goal scorer. No, he's missed a lot of chances. And the amount he creates, yeah. he should have more goals. And he yeah, scores goals and he's brilliant. And he makes, and that's the good thing. He makes a lot of goals, as you said, for Davidson and stuff like that. But the amount that he created, I think it was the other day he created, what, 29? And he's only, or something, it was the biggest amount. I saw, there was a picture went out the other day. I can't remember where it is now. Uh, but yeah, the amount that he creates, he should be scoring more goals. He's not a natural goal scorer. And a lot of the goals come from home games as well. He don't score many on the way. He missed three sitters at Salford. Who? Uh, Ali. Ali. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That's the Salford game. He could have got loads. But I mean, uh, that, that, he that was a really stop good trying. Performance. He doesn't stop trying. He keeps making them chances. And other people score now from it as well. Davison, Lemon. I mean, and, and like, I'm not trying to criticise Davison because I think he works hard. And as I've said before, I can, I'm not, he's obviously had his haircut. Well done to him for raising some money for charity on his haircut. I'm I was going to say, what because. Looks like just yet. My main criticism is that he looked like a Wally. You know what I mean? And we said this before when we talked about haircuts and football football hair. He still hasn't cut it properly off, though. I think he's still got it long. Okay. But fair, each we'll to their own. Out. But fair play to him for raising good money to charity. Yeah. Uh, and doing it. And... and he does what... There's no doubt. No one can... We've never, ever slagged off his work rate. I've never said he's lazy or anything like that. He always puts a shift in. It is just... This will be a very, very, very good test of our, him and us. Um, and Forrest Green, bless the guys who got absolutely drenched there, by the way. <laughs> I was going to go, mate. I was talking to my mate Nick about going up there. Uh, we looked at the train. My problem with it is I've been there before when we played him at the end of the season. I went up and, I went, we won 5-2 in the conference. And it's miles from the station, like absolute yeah. miles. So it's not bad if you've got four or five of you and you can jump in a cab, in cab and split yeah. it. But New Year's Day, just two of you jumping in a cab, it probably costs more than the train fare. Because it's about 20 or 30 minutes outside of town. It's ridiculous. They're the only village team in the 92, I think. They're a village Are team. Are they really? Yeah. They're the only football team in a village. Yeah, it's mad. But And fair play to them for what they've got. They're, their chairman's mental. He's the one who pays yeah, for it, like, just yeah, yeah. stop oil. But I felt for the people when I was watching it, and you could see the open terrace, and everyone was soaked to bits. I was I really wanted to go, because I had friends over from Australia. Well, I didn't have friends over, but friends I know. I used to go women and home and away with when I first started going home and away. I met them. Uh, uh, Jules and uh, oh, I forget her name. How bad is that? She's going to kill me. Hi, Jules. Hi, whoever you are. <laughs> yeah, uh, and my my mate Tom, who's an absolute jinx as well. Tom should never go watch women. And every time he goes, it's awful. Uh, but they're over from Australia, and they went to uh, the game, and I was a bit gutted I didn't see them. Uh, but yeah, but well, we had. I'll tell you what was bizarre. We were at the game, the Sutton United game. Standing in the south, and if the gentleman's listening, I'm sure he's not. And a guy next to us, who's standing next to Dad, he's been a Wimbledon fan for 30 years, lives in an Plymouth for Exit away, never been to a game. Ever. Not Sellers, not Plough Lane, Kings Meadow. He had never been to a game. 
despite being a football fan and follows results, he seems to be quite a big fan. Never been because he's always been down in Exeter and he doesn't drive it, I think. And he's always like, well, I'll go when I get the opportunity. And every time he's had to come up to see his mother-in-law, he has either come up and couldn't get a ticket or whatever. And it was his first game. And I was like, what is that about? Don't trust that. Couldn't believe it. Honestly, I, I literally next to my dad and I was like, this is, he was like, this guy's never been to a game. And I was talking to him. He was like, yeah, no, it just never, ever worked. He said, I should have come down, but I'd kind of be coming on my own. And I didn't want to get a train on my Larry and I didn't want, I can't really drive. And it was just like, what? Could but we it. played down in Exeter and places like that. Well, no, but I mean, it's a home game. He's never been to a home game. Well, okay. He might have been to a Wimbledon away game. Oh, right, okay. I thought you said he's never Exeter, been but to he's, No, no. I don't think he's, he's never been. He said, it's the first home game I've ever been to. And I was like, wow. But um, anyway, we, we digress. missed much over the last few years, to be fair, though. No, so, well, yeah. no, he's missed. A, we, uh, you say that. He's missed quite a lot in the last 10. Of, like, no, I know, scraps, but last biggest, few yeah. relegation and not but winning. But eight, eight points from 15... I wanted just 10. about passable. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Because some of the performances were good. As I said, the point the point at Salford, I think we played well. And if we were walked out of there three or four, five nil up, you would have gone okay. So I think that Salford one, everyone walked away and thought, well, we played well. We created chances. Okay. Crawley, yeah. we battered it. Like, we played really well. Showed resilience. <laughs> showed the battling that you want from women and team. Sutton was... Embarrassing and not very good, but you kind of let it slide because you think, right, kick on against Colchester. We did that, and then Forest Green. You can kind of say that the weather played a big part in that. Do you know I mean, I mean it is annoying on the fact, like you said, of the bottom four. We've played four of the bottom five over Christmas. We've got a draw at Salford, beat Colchester, lost. Us. We've basically picked up five from twelve. Yeah, from the from the bottom four. It doesn't sound good, but is... as I said, the Salford performance was good. Forest Green, we played well. Uh, in, in patches. We were, it wasn't, a, I mean, the, the pitch was... No, but the weather the on the was pitch was awful. But... Uh, I hate that big centre-back they got as well. Yeah, Innes. Innes, yeah. He's when he got sent off at ours, wasn't it? Yeah, he kept trying to kick Ali, didn't he? He kept trying That's to it. wind he Ali up. He literally came on and got sent off. Yeah, he gets trouble. But, I mean, eight, eight points. I mean, the, the, the one thing I would say is that we're still in the playoffs, albeit goal difference. It's tight, though, from like 12th to us. 12th to 7th is, is three points. The reality of it is Stockport, Mansfield, Wrexham are probably going to run away now, I would I would guess. Uh, um, Stockport and Wrexham will. Notts County, depending on who their manager is. True, their manager yeah. is off to Swansea. Their manager so Swansea, yeah, yeah. Depends yeah. on who comes in and if he has a different philosophy to the manager beforehand. So they I could mean, Mansfield them, have drawn a lot. Mansfield, of games, have, lost one, Mansfield are one of the best teams I've seen this year. Uh, when we played them at their place, we. we but you don't think they're going to go up automatically? You think could it's Stockport, do. Wrexham? It's tough. The other positions, I think it's Stockport, Wrexham. Some of the money Wrexham are talking about spending is literally mental. I mean, I would have definitely taken where we are now, uh, beginning of the season, and to be to come into the new year in seventh, knowing that we've got a really tricky month. I think it's going to be. It will, it will probably be the defining part of our year, I would imagine. January is really, really tough. In terms of on the pitch, off the pitch, everything associated with the club, we're kind of hanging on in there a bit. But I think the, I think in terms of the festive season, no real injuries. I think the team's played, when they've played well, they've played really well. And bar one terrible game against Sutton, we've been... We've been decent. We've been inconsistent at times, but that's you know what you're going to get with League Two. 
And I think bar the Sutton game, which I'm probably going to try it in my head and put it down as an anomaly. I'm going to kind of park that game and just assume that it never happened. Sutton is a, we're terrible against them anyway. Um, so yeah, I, I'm I'm still quite optimistic, but very very excited about the window. Bit nervous about the window, um, and I think we're going to come to that later on. Well, yeah, I was going to say, should we? We've done Christmas period. Should we move on? Uh, when we come back, we'll discuss uh, Ali and uh, Bugle after the Asia Cup. We'll discuss possible losing Lennon <laughs> and Lewis. Uh, and then who else we could possibly lose or bring back or bring in. Uh, so we'll see you in a minute. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. We're back and we're going to be discussing January. The game's coming up in January. Uh, tough fixture, also uh, losing players. So uh, Ali Al-Hamadi has gone off to the Asia Cup with Iraq uh, and Bugle was a surprise, I think, for us, call up to the Lebanon squad. And he's off. he played in the game against Saudi Arabia uh, yeah, lost that they won 0 Yeah, and he played. I don't know if he played the full game, but he played in that. Uh, it was quite funny with regards to Bugle. We, I got told about it the other week, or the other, that he. I think we, fans wise, we didn't realize that he'd been called up to the pre squad. Yeah, the provisional squad. Yeah, the provisional squad, and they still had to cut ten. I don't know if they changed their manager or they appointed a manager for. Yeah, they got. They've got a new manager. So the new manager loves Bugle. <laughs> oh, right. so, that sounds wrong, doesn't it? The manager loves Bugle. He loves but, Bugle. Yeah. Uh, yeah, He he's the one who gave him his caps previously. Oh, right. Okay. So when that happened, someone messaged me and said, I've got a feeling Bugle's going to be getting called up. Just off this hunch that the new manager is the person who's called him up previously, big fan of his, and the fact that Omar Bugle's probably playing the best football of his life. I, I would say I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know much about his career, but I'd have thought it's not far off. And if you see what he says and stuff like that, he's enjoying himself, playing some good football. Uh, yeah. So why would he not get called up for the Lebanon team? And obviously they've given him a, a, a number eleven and started him. So they obviously the manager obviously rates yeah, obviously him. Like him. So that was a bit of a kick in the teeth straight off the bat because we knew Ali was going. We knew Ali was yep. going for the whole of January. My problem now with it is that we've got now two players that are out for the whole month of January during our toughest period of the season, I think, game-wise. Uh, we've also, Craig Hope was on BBC Five Live uh, with Aaron Paul. Uh, when was it? Wednesday night? Okay. Yeah, Wednesday night after the darts. He was on there. So I listened back to that. He doesn't sound overly optimistic that we're keeping Lewis and Lebanon Evans. 
most Stockport okay. fans, if you go on Twitter, well, I say most, I say every tw- everyone talking about Lewis from a Stockport point of view are saying that he's coming back, he's going. I understand that he'll be, and people are reporting it now in the news that kind of no agents and stuff like that. And I've got a feeling that Ipswich will be his last game, Lewis's last game. Especially as Saturday, Stockport suffered an injury to their centre-back. So they play one centre-back. They play three at the back. One of them is a centre-back. The other two are kind of full-backs. Okay. Get forward and then leave the other one to stay and kind of thing like that. But they had a bad injury. And then I think Wolves Wolves went on a mental spree of calling back every player they got out on loan. Oh, really? I don't know why, yeah. So Notts County lost one. Stockport lost one. Another couple of teams have lost theirs as well. And Stockport they... have got a reputation, I believe, in terms of recalling players. Well, Craig Cope's friends with someone from Stockport. He okay. said that before. So that's why I think we've got these players in. Do you know what I mean? He's got links there. He knows people there. And for me, Lewis is going to be a major blow if we lose Lewis now. We're going to lose Ali, Bugle and Lewis for this whole fight. It's a weird one because if they're not going to play him as such, if he's just going to be a backup, you'd be better off leaving him with us. And then we no, just take no, points for... off everyone else. Depends. You'd be much better off doing that. Because my thing is, people are saying about Will Nightingale coming back from Ross County, no, which I don't no, want. Not, no, I don't. I, I don't want that to happen. But what would you do if we've got Johnson, Pierce, Calumbay? You bring. You'd need, you'd need another centre back, but, but you'd, then... you'd go and get a loan in. Yeah. I, well, I, I don't think Nightingale's going to play another game for us. I don't, I don't think he's think played he well will. enough at Ross County. And no. to be honest with you, let's be honest, the SPL, he's not good enough to be in a League 2 squad and yet he's playing. An, I, I don't think the SPL is much the, higher than... Yeah, than I agree. And the, the difference between you. that and the Lewis situation with Stockport is Lewis is playing amazing for a good League 2 team. And yeah. we're up and amongst them as well. And I get some Stockport fans said they, they wouldn't mind him staying with us. Because we need to take points off their rivals. So we've yeah, got that's Wrexham coming up. Point, yeah. We've got Mansfield coming up. But they need players. And they've got a player who's playing really well. Probably a player of the season for us at the moment. One of them. Yeah, up, he I, would be I, up I can't there. argue that. So why not recall him and then put him in our team? Again, I can't argue with that logic. All I'm saying is I don't know how... If you're if you're Stockport County and you have the opportunity... If you've got money, you would probably would be looking to invest a League One-style footballer over bringing Lewis back. But if Lewis is going to play, then he's their player and we benefited massively from him. He would be a massive loss. There's no... I mean, he scored two against Colchester. Well, so look at the game he missed huge. during yeah. Christmas, Sutton. Yeah. Sutton. And we were, we were terrible. We lost. We I just... Terrible. Like I said, he, he would be... He, yeah, he would be a big loss. But we, we know this. We know about this. If you borrow players... As I, what's this saying? Never don't fall in love fall with a loan player. I was just it? about to say, I'm going to call it. I think the podcast this week is going to be called Don't Fall in Love with a Loan Player. Because and again, same say, with Lemony Evans. He's been, I mean, you were at the Walsall game. My dad absolutely worships him and he doesn't often rave about a player. He well, has I, been brilliant. Just when Tilly died <laughs> off a little bit of nerf feel, Lemony Evans has come in and been sensational. I, I got loads of stick from my mate Titch because I said that Lemony Evans was a waste of a loan. And then he's come in, and since he's come in and he plays more oh, games... Oh, he's been mustard. He's been, yeah, phenomenal. And he's been, you can tell he's different gravy compared to even Nerfield and Tilly. I'd yes. have him above Tilly most weeks, even though Tilly went on a really good streak at the start of the season. Lemony Evans is a better player. And well, with this new kind of formation that we're kind of playing... With it, little it, kind of on one wing... One him and him on, him on the, the other. other. Not a wing, but you know what I mean? On one side. Wide right of a side. three, yeah. Yeah, and then 
him on the other. He leaps like a salmon. Like he is unbelievable in the air. He just he just and very he very score good goals from nowhere. Players into the game and he yep. tracks players in. He would be another loss. But again, this is this is the nature of the beast. If we're going to be borrowing good players, it's I annoying because I understand. It's full credit to both of them, though. Both of them and us, we've done well. And there, there's pro- possibly a chance, though, that we could still get Lewis back in the summer. Because I I understand that we were we want him permanently, and he wants to come to us permanently. But he might not have a choice right now, and we were going to deal with it in the summer with Stockport. He ain't gonna have a choice now. We'll stop. Um, le- I think he's a League One centre back. I think yeah, he, but we'll be League One by then. If if we went up, do you think we go up without Lewis? I don't think we go up at all now. I think we really drop like a stone, and that worries me big time. In We've got no of... Ali, no Bugle for a month. Yeah, uh, the games we got coming up are just ridiculously hard. Uh, no Lewis, no Lemony Evans. I don't know. We've got two players come back. So Williams has come back. Morgan yeah. Williams has come back from Woking. Got no Lakin's problem. gone, obviously. Lake, yeah. I thought once. But that's a dog. That's Williams, a life for liking it. And I'm happy with that because Lakin won't get any minutes. Even though I like Lakin, I thought he was a decent footballer. And I think he's probably slightly better than Williams. Yeah, I agree. But Williams is ours. So why not bring yeah. him back to be on the bench and, and come on? to Williams. And... A, he had a you know, loan spell at Woking. He will learn a lot from that. He done well at Woking as well. They gave him player of the month. He ain't, he ain't started there the last three games. But then they, new manager, done, isn't it? they haven't done well in their last three games. So and they've got a new manager. So he's come back. McLean's come back, but by all accounts, if you look at Ask the Kidderminster fans, they were quite happy with him leaving. They yeah. said they said he weren't very good and the, the conference north is probably the best he's gonna he's gonna play at. Which well, he's playing lead two, so he can't worry worries me a bit because he looked all right before he left. Oh, but we we know this though. Whenever you buy, whenever you get a player from low down, you know it's always going to be a bit of a yeah. Punch. But Dan, we've sent him on loan to the conference to go out and play games, and he's not impressed. Yeah, but then we we just we that's your we, chance. We, 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 we yeah, I think he'll go out on loan again. I think he'll go out on loan again. That'll be that. Just like Ross Grove, just like other players that you get, and for every oh, one of them, just, you get a. You know, the problem you is, I've seen him play a couple of times for us, and I thought he was actually all right. So I was I was expecting big thing. I was hoping for big thing. In the formation that we play as well, he definitely doesn't fit. No, he's minute. an out-and-out winger, isn't he? He is absolutely an out-and-out winger. And if he's not going to play in that formation, and we, you know, there's always just... Like I think it's that man, romance you know. about a player like that, though, that you're getting yeah, him of from course. low, like proper non-league, and you want him to go and do really, really well and then make us millions. And you know there's, I mean? just, there's just not a lot of them, though, mate, who come off. Like Wickham no, just signed no. a guy who played in the homeless football thing, didn't they? Some Ivory Coast bloke and to sign him. He scored loads of goals in Essex in some Essex pub league. Wickham have gone right. We'll have a punt at it. I mean, they you, cost you nothing, so they're worth punts. Yeah, punts. exactly. They are worth you, punts. They're literally. He's going to be paid a very, very low level. We've probably chucked Terraford a load of tracksuits and said, right, we'll get on with <laughs> it. And do you know what? If it come off, it, it, it's an absolute masterstroke. He's obviously identified him. We don't even know if he's good or bad. He scored the goal against Coventry, which was a brilliant little finish. So even. The amount of money that he earned from that game is probably enough to cover his wages and or maybe cover the cost of buying him. And if he comes off, he comes off. He'll come back and he'll be around the squad. I've got no doubt he'll go and have another loan. And in the summer, Jackson will have a decision. But I'd be very surprised if he features a, a lot in the current way that we play. Yeah, I agree. But it I is a concern. It. it is a concern. But like you yeah, said, it's, we, we massively digressed here because I was just about to say about what Craig Hope said on. Five live, and then we've gone into a right. That's, you. That's your fault, that is. 
always my fault, isn't it, Dan? You look a bit like Craig Cope, actually. No, better looking on him. It's not what he said. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he said, so a striker, I think, is going to be the top of our wanted list at the moment. I can see one coming in on loan. Loads of people were going on about uh, who's uh, Young Coombs, which oh, no. I don't get. What is it with Wimbledon fans and going back all the time to players that we've had previously? Put that to bed. I think it's because, obviously, we don't know enough about the network around. Do you know what I mean? There could be players. The only one I ever see that comes up all the time is the bloke from Aldershot. Tolage. No, we've got no chance. We've got no money. And everyone, and the same with the other lad, and it's like... Stokes, people money, are talking about Stokes from Aldershot, yeah, right? Yeah. Someone's talking about he's going to the championship team. Like, do you know what I mean? We've not got money. We've, we're skint. And someone said, I put out a post the other day saying, look, women have got no money. We've got none for this budget at the moment. We spent a lot in the summer. You can tell by the players we bought in. Uh, and Ali probably cost us a bit as well when we bought like wages, wires and stuff. And we're, But... We've got no money, and people. Someone said, "I'll prove it." Where's this? Where's the? Where's the source of this? It's like I just sent them a picture of Plough Lane. At the end of the day, we've got a huge debt over our shoulders. We're a, we're a selling club. We're going to have to sell Ali and Curry in the summer. That's already been said. So yeah. it doesn't. Who, who said that? Him. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Well, in that, to well, be honest with you, we got we got we got a bit left in the budget for the summer because we sold Rodoni and who else went? Someone else went. Palmer. No, a sell. That's it. Oh, Asal. Asal and uh, Rodoni went. So that was the players that covered that. This summer, we don't need to sell now in January, but 100% in, in the summer we need to sell. Curry will have to go because he's only got a year left on his contract. So he'll, he'll have to go in the summer if we're going to get any decent fear for him. And Ali will be gone because we all know he is. There's going to be a bidding but war you, in the but summer. You, but, you, but what means you don't feel like any of those are going to be sold in January? No. No, I don't think they will. What, because no one's going to come in with the right amount of money? Or we're just going to dig a real... I don't think pay, people will come in with the right amount of money. I think if someone, oh, yeah. if someone turned up to me and said, we got, oh, I've got two and a half million for Ali, I think he's gone. I think anything above two million, we, we have to sell. We'd be mad not to. I think if so, someone come in for 300 grand for Curry, we might have to sell. 300 grand sounds really, really low. But he's only got a year left, and he's a, he's a League Two left back at the end of the day, Dan. Yeah, but, and we'll get, we'll get compensation uh, on top of that, won't you? I don't know how that works. But yeah, I... But I, I don't so, get so, how... Hold on, just so just go back a bit. We know that Boogie and Ali are missing what the well, FA Cup game till the, at least the, the uh, Mickey Mouse Cup on the Tuesday, which is done. They miss all the games up to the twenty seventh of January, so they miss Wrexham, Wrexham, Mansfield, Crawley, yep. MK, yep. Mansfield, and they could possibly move There's one, move two, on three, four, four league games. Yep. And then the two cup games, six. So it works out the round of 16. Third place finish as well qualify. So people are finishing third qualify. Oh, really? Yeah. So the round of 16 is Sunday 28th or Wednesday the 31st of January. Oh, my God. So it could be longer. Yep. And then you'd be be surprised because Lebanon have got China in their group. So they'll win that. Yeah, but they've got Turkestan and Qatar. Well, Qatar got to the world, but again, they hosted it. So the Qatar, you'd fancy to beat Lebanon, but you'd fancy Lebanon to give China a game. And, and Iraq have got Japan. Yeah, but they're missing those aren't, 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 aren't Iraq in like the, aren't they one of the top seeds? I think they're, aren't they eighth? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure, but the, the round of 16 <laughs> games, 28th, so the quarterfinals are second, Friday, 2nd of Feb. So if they get to the quarterfinals, they'll miss the Bradford game. And then if they go out, they'll be back for 
And let's face it, when they come back, they're going to need a bit of a breather anyway. Yeah. God, so they'll be back for so... Well, the other, the only good news is that you'd think that will take Ali out of the window. I can't imagine any, Ali signing for a club while he's abroad. I'd be, I'd be staggered. I can't see either because then you've got to get. But you, I, I know it's professional football and these people like Leeds say Leeds coming for him. Leeds could send someone over to Iraq or not Iraq. Where is it? It's in Qatar or where it is. They could send someone over there, do a medical over there, but can't see. Can't it's see him that, it's just, it's just, wanting it's, it's to take his focus of, off playing for a much, in a major tournament. A, it's too much of a gamble. Like he's playing over in a competition on dodgy pitches potentially against countries that I, I, I don't know. I, they won't be I don't dodgy know pitches, how much, mate. Their pitch is going to be unbelievable to play on. Well, I don't. I don't know. They don't held know the World Cup, is or, mate. Is it in Qatar? Yeah. Oh, okay. Then we should be right there. I just, yeah, I just, as I said, I think, and then also Craig Coates said then. The, the the issue we will have in general is the uh, maybe loan like if our loans get recalled. So I think so, we're gearing, we're gearing up for it. I think we are. I think Bass, so. so hopefully Bass will stay though. We're not, we're will, not thinking about Bass that. will stay. Thing about keepers, right? And I, I've got this thing about keepers for next season as well. People are saying about signing Bass permanently. Got no chance, by the way. It's worth too much. We ain't got the money for him. I wouldn't sign Bass permanently anyway. Do you not? No, I want to go for another loan goalkeeper again next year. I want us to keep doing that, what we're doing. Right? Because loan, we've had goalkeepers in our youth and stuff who've just been, they've disappeared, never even played for us. So it's not like a position where we're, we've actually gone, oh, yeah, they're coming to the first team, like Asal, do you know what I mean? Like Curry, Billow, and people like that. Keeper wise, Zanev's come in, but he struggled. I think he'll leave. Yeah. I, I like the fact that we had Ramsdale, we've had Ruse, we've had even. Nathan Trot to a certain extent has gone on to have a good career. Tom King, was Tom terrible. King, but do you know what I mean? People that come in on loan, good goalkeepers come in on loan, they do well because most top tier clubs have three or four decent keepers now. They have their first choice. They have a second one who's probably an older statesman. Like what's his name? Who played James Shea? Yeah, his second or third choice goalkeeper at Luton. They have him round the place for his experience and for his goalkeeper training. Do you know what I mean? And stuff like that. So I, I would either try and get Bass again on loan if we can. But if he went back, not now, if he goes back in the summer, try and get another loan in. I don't think we need to get a permanent, permanent goalkeeper in. But I, I think Bass is staying. Okay. So that so there's definitely... And in terms of... The, oh, I don't want to drift into the next if we're doing January and recruitment or do we want to put it into this bit? Do it now, no, do it now because we'll... Okay. So, I think we'll the conversation, there's, there's quite a few conversational pieces in terms of Hell, Brown, Nightingale, Kalambayi, who are Sasu, who are basically what what, what do you think is going to happen with them? So, Pell, Pell stay now with oh, who you're 100%. going? He has to stay because, to be fair, the bits and pieces that he has played, he's actually played all right. He's played against the teams. This is Pell's level now, though, I think, is that he's a bottom half League Two footballer. Yeah, I agree. So, when you see him play against Sutton, when you see him play against Forest Green, when you see him play against Salford, comes on for cameos, that does actually all right against him. When we play against the footballers and the good teams, he struggles. But you keep him around because he is decent to come on if you're chasing a yeah. game or if you're winning and he messes them up a bit and he gets in their head. I'd love to see Brown off the wage bill. 
Yeah, agreed. See, I love to see Brown gone. Uh, I don't mean that horribly, but I just I don't see where he's going to play. No, like, I don't. If Curry gets injured, you we're going Johnson to need some. Well, we do. We could, a I, I would get Johnson over, <laughs> but I would I would get a a you I would get a young load in who's just quick and just go go and do it. I'd rather Lee Brown is not going to. I I just I personally I would I would say thanks Lee Brown. I, I think he's sadly been very very disappointed in his time. I was really like hyped when he signed because I know he obviously played at boards with. Yeah, like, but oh, he swore in an interview once, didn't he? And everyone wanted to I make just, him manager. I just I don't. I feel like he's probably someone that we need to get off the wage bill, and I think he would be someone. I presume Nightingale. I'd just keep free, him up in my county. I'm being honest. What on what a full a year loan or just? I'd keep him up he, there. He, he must be our contract. Mind you, we did. No, we, we gave him a stupid three ones? year. We gave him a three year deal a couple of years ago. Not even a couple of years ago. I think it was last year. No, I, th- I, think, I'd off- I think I'd offer him a free transfer. I I think he. You keep, you keep him up in Ross County. I don't think we can get rid of him. I don't think. I, mean, I, love, I, I genuinely love the bloke. I mean, he's Wimbledon through and through. But I think he. I think if we're going to be successful in League Two, the sheer volume of games that he plays and the quality that he's at is always worth a bad um, mistake. Yeah, unfortunately, Dan, this yeah. year's shown just how far off it he is. Yeah, unfortunately, us. we've had Johnson come in, who's our player. We have Johnson's not alone. People, I think, forget that. I love Johnson. I think he's mustard. He's yeah, just he's so good, calm yeah. on the ball. He's, he's good, good footballer. He needs someone like Lewis next to him, though, because Lewis, when Lewis was out the other day, I thought Johnson actually had a bad game. But you give him one bad game out of ten. Uh, and I think Lewis coming in, even Pierce has been better than Nightingale. And, and yeah, you have, agreed. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, we love so him. Where does Cal- so where does Callum Bailly sit then? Because I think it's, he's it's kind of... one for me because is he, he fit? In League One, he was arguably for one of the seasons, probably one of our better players. And he had a really good 20-gamer. But again, he's another guy who just doesn't get a run in the side. But I don't... Injury prone. I don't know with him, though. With Lewis going, is he going to be good enough to play regularly alongside Lewis and you bring a younger guy in? I mean, it's a big call. I mean, what's your thoughts on that? It depends on his fitness and where he is since the injury. Because has the injury put him back to the fact that he can't run as well as he used to? Because he was all about pace and power. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Uh, and he wouldn't get outpaced, he wouldn't get outpowered. But if that's gone a little bit, which injuries can do to him, yeah, because it's weird how he's not playing any minutes at all, really. Jamie's sitting on the bench. I don't think he played in the Johnson play, uh, the, what Johnson played, the Bristol City Motors game, did he? Either, down at Portsmouth. He played, at, he played at the end of the Sutton game because he missed an overhead right at the end. And he could have scored it. But yeah, so that's a tough one for me with Callum because I'd like him. If he's I a player he that has we saw in League One. Yeah, well, I think we, he has I to stay. Has to. And I think with if, if Lewis goes, you just it's whether or not you have you bring another starter. Because there was rumours, or not rumours, someone said about uh Dawkin or someone like that should be looking at Pierce and bringing Pierce in. But again, if Lewis goes, we have to keep Pierce. Uh and as much as I like Pierce for a cameo here and there. He can't be starting games at League Two level. Not not regularly, no. I think no. the odd game, like you know, he played. He was good against Portsmouth. Yeah, against their he was B good team. Against Portsmouth, and he played. He but, played a right. There was another game he played recently. He was excellent. But, but against Sutton, we went so far back with him playing at the back because he ain't got the pace to get out, and we go further back. But as I said, as a cameo here and there, or plays once every two weeks, every three weeks, it ain't yeah. the worst player to have on the bench. A lot of experience there, but. 
he can't be starting every week in, week out. And what about people? What about Sasu then? Is he, he's got to stick around for the meantime. Really weird one, this one, for me, Sasu, because he's obviously not rated by Jackson. Or if he is rated, he just doesn't think he's ready enough and he can't get in the team ahead of what we've got. It's a big month for him now if he does stay, because with Ali out and Bugle out, you'd think he might, if we don't bring anyone in, you think he should be getting on the pitch a bit more and starting games. Uh, if he doesn't, I think he has to go out on loan. I said this at okay. the start of the season with God, so... All, all of them going out on loan. And yeah, they, I think they all did in it. Harris Locke's on loan now. He's gone to Tunbridge. Yeah. Tunbridge uh, Angels, yeah. What's his name? Morgan Williams has just come back from a good loan at Woking. And Someone's Sasu. Called, who's at Chelmsford? Is it Chelmsford? Ben, no, that's ben... That, ben Mason. Yeah, he apparently he's mustered right back. Uh, and the other one would be, yeah, I think Sasu. And I said Sasu go out on loan. I got ridiculed. Uh, for saying they all should go out alone. And Sasu has not played any minutes, not even getting in our start, not even in our squad, which says to me that Jackson don't rate him, or he, he might rate him, but just not think he's ready. And if he's not ready, send him out alone. Right, coming in. So your crystal ball, crystal these crystal balls, we are, what, the fourth. So in, what, four weeks' time, we're going to basically be at the end of the window. We're going to probably have a podcast pretty much at the end of the window. Um What's what's gonna happen at our club? Do you think, Lewis? People are gonna kill. People are gonna start moaning like, "Oh, you're just so negative." Say it. You're so right, negative. Okay. I'm just gonna say, Lewis. For me, I'm gonna disagree with you. I think he's gonna stay. He's a, he's already gone, mate. I'm gonna still disagree with you because <laughs> right, someone okay. I've got to disagree at some point. So Lewis is gonna stay. Right, okay. Ali will stay. Ali stays. Curry will go. Curry stays. I think Curry. We're gonna sell him. So I think, I think Ali, we're going to get a big old offer is going to come in. And I think we're going to have, maybe it might be a sell and come back for us, like a Bristol City or whatever again. But I feel like he is the one, him and Villa, I think are the two guys who I'm worried about in the window. Villa's, not, Ali, Villa's going nowhere ever. His injury record's too bad. He won't ever go. And also, well, he's you're got, telling me he's never, ever going to go? No. Nah. That's, he that's, won't pass a medical anywhere else. I'm holding you to. He won't pass a medical pass anywhere a else. Medical. And also, if he keeps throwing himself into tackles, he might, do you know what I mean? Billa, Billa, I think Billa at, on his day is better than Curry on his day. Oh, 100%. Billa's, I love Billa. There I think he's go. one of our best players. Right, well, there and, we are then. One of the best players we'll ever well, I see. I think but I'm, I'm going to chuck it out. He has got an injury record worse than Darren Anderton. There's nothing wrong with Darren Anderton. Played well, he's, in the, he scored against Columbia. His injury no, record really bad. That's why he never left Spurs. Sick no. He, he but, left yeah. Spurs, but he, didn't, he never went anywhere after. Yeah, because he decent. Bournemouth, yeah. he went, didn't he? Yeah. Anyway, so I reckon Curry. That's when for rubbish, by the way. It's the I'm kids. concerned. No, I'm worried Ali about stays. Curry, Curry stays. Uh, Lewis, Lewis has gone goes. after Ipswich. Lemony Evans. Lemony Evans goes after Ipswich. No, and we'll see. Well, you'll see on Saturday after Ipswich no, when stop. Lewis is going around the whole pitch, clapping everyone, crying his eyes every out. game, and he takes his short shorts off and gives them to someone at the at the at the uh, stand because he knows he's going. It's already done, mate. It's done deal. I'll, I'll die on this hill. All right. We'll People want it now not to be a done deal, and I've been fed loads of false information. Okay, then, so with that in mind, what, then, is what any, anybody else anybody else going out? That's who might go out on loan, depending on who what we bring in. Okay, so then my other question is, is coming in, surely we've got to have a forward, and there's going to be a forward coming quickly, you'd think? Forward comes in. 
we've got to have a forward. A centre forward has got to come into Wimbledon. We needed a forward coming either short bugle. Yeah, went anyway. either short, either short term. Yeah. Or end of season. And this there's is going why to be I someone. Sasu goes out on loan because we're going to get a forward on loan anyway. And do you think that's going to be? Because it's difficult because whoever comes in is not really going to play over. You wouldn't have thought Bugiel or they or um or Ali. They but might, he might they play might over play Davison. over Davison. Yeah, which is quite rough for him. But I think there's definitely a forward coming. Yeah, I think there's a young fullback coming. No, who's versatile enough to play left back or right back with the fact I, that Ogonde will play right back. If we, but... if we can, if Brown goes, then I can see a young left back coming in because we have got Biller and Ogonde right back. So we don't need to bring anyone else in on the right side. But we will need a left back if Ali if Ali goes, if Brown goes. Because if, well, not if, Lewis is going, so Johnson has to play centre-back. Because everyone's talking about Towler possibly coming in. Oh, shut up. But there's up, no point players. bringing Towler in because he's a left centre-back and we don't need why one. Are you bringing up, why are you bringing up old players now? Because someone mentioned Towler earlier because he's not playing for Portsmouth. He's played, he's played oh. one game. You're just as bad as him, mate. I don't want him back. I yeah, when you bring back Alan, thought, when you bring back Alan thought, Cork and be done with it, Desi I thought he was dog shit the other day when we played against always, him. We always talk about Steve Antrobus all the time. <laughs> yeah, bring Let Steve. Go, mate. Who is it? Tall Yeah, yeah. Steve Tallboy's rest in peace. Isn't <laughs> yeah, Jesus, can't bring him back. Hey, even uh, no matter how much we try, bring Sonic. Back. Um, so so I reckon there's going to be a young fullbacks coming in the door. I think there's going to be a forward, and I think there's going to be a centre back. And that means in your, regardless of what you think, so if that means Lemony Evans goes, Lewis goes, a centre-back covers one, a full-back covers the other, although you'd want a winger. But I think if we're going to play three, I think Ball comes into the mix. I think he should play in that in, as a three. Um, and then a striker. What kind of striker? Because I saw, I saw Georgie boy, not on... Um, on 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 X, can't say Twitter now. Obviously, on X was talking about the kind of striker. What, what do you think we're after? A little short and quick? Are we looking for a target man? Are we looking for a fox in the box? We're looking what for. Are an, we looking for someone like Ali? Bloody hell! So quick, doesn't stop running, puts teams under pressure, but hopefully can score goals. Jesus, how much money have we got? I'm just saying. Well, we got Ali yeah. for nothing, mate. We didn't get Matt Ali for nothing, did we? We're going to lose a load of money on him. Yeah, but we'll make money on him as well. I'm, I'm just yeah, saying that's what well. I, because we got Davison, who's kind of that kind of big striker, can win headers, stuff. We got Bugle. I, I just think we need a young, fast striker. Okay, I can, I can, I'm buying what you're selling. What are you saying then? I, I think we're going to want a young, rapid forward. Well, they're, they're cheap. I, I, I don't, I, I don't think we're going to want a target man. What about Terry Oblade? Plays at Carlisle. He's doing really well. Playing at Carlisle, can't be that Wait, bad. How are these players but, leaving but, us? There's no the dogs. one thing, the, the one thing I would say, we always sort of mucking about or digressing hundred times a day, but I feel like we're. This is a really interesting window for Cope. Yeah, massive. And I think it's a very, very. I'm not. I'm nowhere near as worried about losing those players because ultimately my expectation at the beginning of the year was, what was it? I said 14th. So 
<clears throat> top half is good for me. <clears throat> but it is a weird one that if you are in the playoffs, you kind of feel like you've got to kind of take it. Because it's in this league in particular, Chessfield are going to come up and they're going to be mustered. And then you're going to have whoever's in the playoffs. And it's just whoever comes down as well. You, you just know it's always tricky. If you've got a sniff at the playoffs, you feel like you need to have a go at it. See, this, for me, this is where Craig Cope earns his money. This is now where we're losing. We've lost two, two of our best players so far this season. They've gone out for a whole month. We're losing yeah. our, the best centre-back and probably one of the best centre-backs in the league. And Lemony Evans, who chips in with goals, makes get players involved. The summer transfer window, as as well as Craig Cope done, and everyone said, what, 9 out of 10? Or, do you know what I mean? On what he did in the summer, it was probably an easier window for yeah. him. In the fact, January's a nightmare. Summer, in the fact, and also in the fact that we were so shit the year before, he came in, do you know what I mean? Got Ali in and put Bugle and, Louis, and people through the door. It was only going to work one way if they played well, which he did. Do you know what I mean? It was we yeah. were so bad. The windows before that were so bad as well. So it was like, get this, you you've got a free hit window kind of thing. He's so do you well. feel though that if you're a so say you are a any club, Luton, right? For argument's sake, do you want to loan your player out to a team that is winning, which means that their game time may not quite be where it should be? Or do you want a team that is struggling, which means that they're playing at a poor team, but they're going to play? It depends on how much money I think people are going to get for players, though, isn't it? No, I mean, loan player. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, but they will say, well, well, you got to pay 50%. Stockport can come in. Okay. Stockport can come in and go, we can offer you 75%, and we go, oh, we can offer you 10. Okay. So say say we can offer 50%, and so can Colchester, for argument's sake, for a forward, which team would you send your player? Would you want them to go to a team that has got guaranteed minutes guaranteed minutes in the bottom, so playing in a struggling team, or going to a team that is doing well, good cultures, blah blah blah, but minutes is low. You you look at it where would we send our players? So I'd send Sasu or McLean. I'd send them back out on loan or McLean back out on loan. I'd send him to a team where he's going to get minutes and he's going to play a lot of games. You're, you're not bothered about the team quality. You're more interested in just getting minutes on the pitch. Well, that's what it's about for him, though, isn't it? Yeah, of course. As, yeah, as I your get lone that. player, it's about you. The culture don't matter because you're going to be gone from that culture after half a season. Do you know what I mean? You want him to go in and have a good culture, but you want him to go in and say, right, go in, play as many minutes as you can, score goals. Do you know what I mean? Get as many minutes under your belt. And then do well there, get play of the year or something, and help them out. So they love, like, not they love you, but do you know what I mean? You get experienced as a footballer, you have to experience really lows to improve. And you're not going to do yeah, that if you come. And I think, unfortunately, if we do lose the players that we're going to lose and the games that we've got coming up, we could, we could really drop like a stone now. And yeah, that agree, worries yeah. me massively. And I've but seen why it. You, okay, but why are you worried about dropping like a stone? We're not going to get rid of games. Because so we've seen it, before, it that you're worried Danny, about that we shouldn't drop like a stone. We shouldn't just rely on Lewis staying before we drop like a stone. Yeah, but what what I'm saying is, what is the concern? If we're not going to go up, why does it why does it matter where we finish? We uh, do you know what I mean in terms of I'm, I'm with you. I don't want us to be shit. But what I'm saying is, if, I don't want to see what get... we've seen. I think because the last few years that we've seen and it's bad. 
I don't want us to go now from this point on and not win another game to the end of the season, which I don't think will happen, obviously, because no, we've no. got Ali, we've got Bugle, we've got people coming back. But I, we're, we're a playoff team. We're a very good side at the moment. But say but we finish 12. We should be adding to it to push on, but we can't. No, but what I mean is if we finish 12, which is not us falling off a cliff at all, but we finish 12. I'll tell you that, yeah. That's not, yeah, it's not the beer and end all, but it's frustrating because we are seventh now and we are close to potentially getting a bit a decent gear. And that's what I mean. I think the problem is I think you can see it and you think, right, push on now. Well, we can't push on if our players have been taken, but that's the loan market and that's what happens. You die by the loan. Someone said earlier on, on Twitter or X, you, you die by the you what's it called? You fire the loan. You, you live by the loan or you die by the loan. Yeah. So yeah. Right. I still prefer never fall in love with a loan player. I still well, think that, that's the best. It is the best because I come up with it. What's that time? Right, we'll move on. And when we come back, we're going to preview Ipswich in the FA Cup on Saturday. The Wombles had a dream podcast by the fans for the fans. We're back for the final part of the episode where we're going to be discussing the game on uh, Saturday against Ipswich. FA Cup game, 12.30 kickoff for international broadcasting. Which on, boy. ridiculous in my eyes, but we make money out of it apparently. Uh, and it's all about making money for the club at the moment. So fair play. But yeah, moving games to half 12 for international broadcasting is not what we're about uh, as a fans club. Yeah. So kind of, I don't know if it's stitching the fans up kind of thing. I don't think it is, but do you know what I mean? But yeah, it was a tough game, Danny. They're flying. Well, they've dropped recently in that league. I've seen, I don't really pay much attention to other leagues other than the one we're in. But I know they're uh, they're not as far ahead as they were. No, but you you would you would argue that they're still more than capable of beating us, and you think that we would have to be absolutely at the top of our game without our star player, arguably two of our best four or five players. <clears throat> I think it would be a very, very, very tough ask. But what what it is, though, if I'm really honest with you, it's it's a little dress rehearsal for bigger games to come, in my opinion. This one and Tuesday, which is the Mickey Mouse, Bristol, Bristol Rovers Cup, whatever you want to call it, this will, give us, <laughs> this will give us a real chance just to give those, give, give the new players those chances to play in terms of the new way we're going to try to play. My question is, how are we going to play? Are we going to go back to four four two? Drayton? Well, who, who's the two? Well, Davison and Pell. I'd, I'd argue. I'd go four five one against these lot because they're going to rip your pieces and just. So you're going to play what Davison up top? Yeah, I think he's the only one you can play up top and play. What you what you playing? Pell in the bugle role. Well, well, well what I'm saying is, are, are we are we abandoning we this? We've kind of played this all like four three. One two with Bugiel kind of in the ten position, and Davis and Nally up top. But are we are we going to abandon that now for the next month? Bear in mind we've got it's Davis and plus one, isn't it up front really? And that plus one is well, if it's not Pell, I don't know who it's going to be. So are we now going to go back to fourth? Are we? I mean, the other day they had Nerfield came on up front, but I I don't. Yeah, I, I feel. I feel like we're going to be better with Tilly playing four four two, and the ten being Pell, 
with Lemony Evans on one wing and Tilly or Nerfil on the other, and we go back to like a four four two with the idea that this game Pell can just drop in and be part of a three. But I feel like Ball would be a better version for that. See, my problem with Ball is he hasn't played a lot of games. No. So then throwing him in against an Ipswich who could just run us off the park, move the ball around, we're not going to see a lot of the ball. I just think we need to flood that midfield. So I, I'm with you. I would chuck Ball in. I'd go the fight. I'd go Lemony Evans one wing, Tilly the other wing. I'd go uh, Ball, Reeves and Little. And then Davison up front. Reeves still. Do you know what I mean? And just yeah, get them yeah. to work. It's, it, it, it's just, yeah. I mean, on an isolated game, I, I guess, is it replays that you're round three now? Or is yeah. it not? I thought it was, yeah. It'll be interesting. I, I think I'd still be, I think I'd still play Pell and Davison with out of possession. Pell goes back into into a three with possession. He's kind of, hassling with Davison, but it is a bit of an odd one because we're not going to play like that. And whenever we've had Davison up front on his own, he's been very, very, very isolated. So it's it's not looking brilliant. And without Bugiel, I guess the only good things are you you would think they're going to probably rotate their pack. I, I'll be very surprised if they're even bothered about doing well in this cup competition, bearing in mind where they're in the league. And if I was a if I was an Ipswich fan, I'd be, I'd be, very very tempted just to park it, just to park the whole game. I just I wouldn't be bothered in the slightest bit. I mean, I'm I'm going to just find where they are in the league now. The second, but, right? Okay. Well, I mean, I can't imagine for the life of me, to be honest with you, they're they're probably more worried as a club about keeping hold of their manager than anyone else. Yes, he's, he's, been, he's been pushed. He's been pushed everywhere. Yeah, like he's been. They're, they're second place with what three points ahead of Southampton. Then it goes seven to Leeds. I mean, I, I don't think they need this. So I think that's going to play I, it's not like, Come on, Dan. I don't think they need it. I think they'll. They are not going to play their first team. Yeah, no they chance. Will. They will. No, because at the end of the day, I don't think they're on the great. I think, as I said, I think they've dropped off a little bit. So this is a perfect time to play us. In a game that they're playing the League Two team, they should win. Go out, put a performance in, go do what you know what you, you've done in the league previously, build that confidence back up to push on back into the league. And then they, you know what I mean? They want to get a fourth round tie against one of the big boys to go, we belong in that Premier League. Because if we get promoted, we're going to be, huh? I'm not buying that at all. Well, I'm not selling I'm... it, mate. Well, I didn't ask you to sell it. I'm just saying, I don't, <laughs> if I'm Ipswich fans, what's more important? a good result on Saturday or making sure that their players are all fully fit for their next league game. Why not? Have, I, I, why I know what I'm picking. Why can't you have both for that nowadays? Well, you probably can do, but what I'm saying to you is that I'm, I'm not convinced that I'm not convinced that they're doing that. Yeah, but I, I don't think they're even remotely. We did the same against Ramsgate though. Who did? We did. We played. Yeah, but we're not, we're, yeah, but we're not competing at the very, very top end of a very, very difficult league. Yeah, but I mean, they, I mean, in their they defense, were. they've they got were. a week. They've got a week off. They're, they're not playing until Saturday. They've got Sunderland on Saturday with six. What's more important to them, though? Making sure that they beat Sunderland or making sure they beat us. I mean, they don't want to lose to us. Of course they won't. But you still think that their backup team should be good enough to beat our team. Have both. Uh, 
I would be very surprised if many do of they the have team that started... Big, do they have a big... Ter- I don't know much about them. Do they have a big enough squad to be resting players? I don't know. But I, I'd do be they very have a surprised... good, good squad and that's it? I'd be very surprised if they play their, their absolutely top team. I'd be, I would be surprised. I'm not saying they're not going to. All I'm saying is I'd be quite surprised. Mm. I mean, they've got people like Donassian. He's injured. Lee Evans, comedian. I was just George about to say. But they've got, I mean, people like Dane, Dane Scarlett, who's a Tottenham boy. He's surely going to play. Marcus Harness, Freddie Ladapo. I mean, all of these kind of guys, you think they're playing, yeah, they're not even starting. Their form's dropped off a bit. They drew with Norwich. Uh, no, probably should have lost that game. They lost the Leeds 4 0. They drew with Leicester. Not a bad result, to be fair. Then they drew at home to QPR and then drew away to Stoke. They're four to sevens. Not a bad price for them, to be fair. I, I do fancy them to win. I fancy them to win 3 1. I just think they're a good side. They're a very, very good side. We need yeah, to be on it. Lewis and Lemon's last game for us. So hopefully oh, stop they going can... on about that. You're skipping the negativity. <laughs> they, can, they can put... Uh, since, Luton, uh, since since a child lost the World Championship final, who you would have beaten, by the way, obviously. Who? Uh, after having... You no, 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 beaten no. All... Right, you're gonna, we're going to go off right, digress right now. I well, never said... Before you do I... that, it's going to be two new whips, which is what I'm going to say. Now we're going to go on to Luton Littler and how you're going to beat him. I said I'd beat... An a child, 12. and he yeah, no, no, you said a child. 12. No, no, I said he's under a 12. Child. He's not. He's an adult at sixteen. Who's going out of a twenty-one-year-old? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Bit nonsense, isn't it? That'd have been the other way around. There would have been uproar. Oh my days! Uh, and she's only just met him, apparently. Yeah, she's looking at a half a million pound check and thought, "Oh, hello." Anyway, twelve months in prison. <laughs> yeah, she she might have been to the Epstein Island. I haven't looked through the whole files yet. <laughs> Who hasn't? <laughs> but uh, Stephen Hawkins has been there. Have you been? Yeah. <laughs> someone, else, someone else to help him. Anyway. Proper, proper digressing. I said I'd beat anyone under the age of 12 at any sport, right? I would be... At 12, he got, he was getting 180s when he was darts. when he No, when he was 11, 11, I said under 12, not 12 or over. Under at 12. 11, he's still getting 140. Near it, mate. 11, I'd beat him. If he was 11, I'd beat All the right. best darts player I, in the I world. I will agree with you. I will agree with you. If you can tell me what your favourite double is. Huh? What's your favourite double? 16. Yeah. That bitch is stupid. I always leave myself on 32. No, the problem is I can't add up to get there. That's the problem. No, that's your problem, mate. But I was playing basketball earlier against my 14-year-old and no, my 7 You weren't playing basketball. I was dunking all over them, mate. Dunking donuts, you mean? Dunking, yeah, yeah. Mate, I was dunking all over them. They kept calling travelling. Hey. I was hitting three-pointers for fun. Well, you are a cabbie, Kobe. mate. You'd be travelling all the days. Swish. Anyway. Well, this has been a laugh. You basically told us that we're going to be rubbish. We're going to lose to Ipswich and all our players are leaving. And we're dropping like a stone. Happy, happy New Year, everyone. <laughs> yeah, the podcast is the Samaritans back. will be put on the list anyway, just in case. The podcast, oh, you also got to get a league table for the uh, prediction league because people are getting don't you worry about me. Don't you worry about me, mate. Did they, you can not see on they can send their problems to me. And people, I'll people are getting straight. annoyed. People are getting annoyed. There's no uh, league table. I have to agree with them, to be fair, to a certain extent. Well, you can agree with them. I will promise them all, everybody, by the end of the weekend, there'll be a lovely, lovely list. A nice okay. league table, all bells blazing. Top 20 only, though, from now. Oh, yo, I'm, on, I'm in that, so that's right. Well, you say that. And if there's any 11-year-old kids out there that want to play me at sport... At anything. Get in like, contact. Challenge Annika. Challenge, challenge Finch. Get in contact. Right. It's been an absolute pleasure. We are back. The number one ARC Women podcast. 
thanks to Season Master for sponsoring this season's podcast. Uh, and that is us done for another week. We'll see you next week. Uh, debrief on Sunday. Talking about it, switch and anything else. Anyone else? Well, we'll talk about Lewis leaving, uh, Lemon leaving. Two multiplied by 10 plus one. Christmas done. <laughs> you don't. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.